now on the Chris Smith Show Open House. From Harris Partners, we've got the one and only Peter O'Malley in the studio talking about a rental rebound and uh, all of that kind of um, talk. It's, things have changed very, very quickly. Peter, good morning. Welcome. Thank you for coming in. Pleasure, Chris. Thanks for having me. First of all, tell me, has this mad property frenzy that we've witnessed for most of the year, has it has it calmed? Has it stopped? Where's it going? It's only happening in pockets of the market at the moment, and they tend to be uh, larger, upper-priced homes. I think it's fair to say the mainstream market is now consolidating after a nine-month boom, but I think it's also equally fair to say the boom is over. Right. That's not to say a crash or a correction has started, but we're not seeing the five or six bidders per property at the moment. Uh Watched an auction this morning. There was only one bidder there, for example. It did sell, so it'll be in the clearance rate tomorrow, but it was far from a frenzied, uh, you know, over-the-top result. It had to come back to the... How do I describe this? It had to basically settle down eventually, but what forced it to settle down? I think the big one has been the retail banks have raised rates independently of the RBA, and anyone who has received one of those dreaded notices through the mail knows exactly what I'm talking about at the moment. Mm. APRA did implement a measure to try and slow the market down, but it was very light by increasing the serviceability buffer, but the retail banks raising mortgage rates was the big one. Yeah, right. It took the heat out of it. That's interesting. Of course, um, when we closed international borders last year, we had a big change in the rental market with negative repercussions for landlords. And we spoke uh, at uh, length about how, you know, rents quickly declined up to 20% in some suburbs. Uh, And now things have changed once again for those holding rental properties and those trying to get into rental properties. What's the lay of the land in terms of the rental market? Uh, In terms of rental stock in the market, it's been reduced during COVID, Chris. That's the first point to, to, to note. Developers have gone on the go slow or parked projects. And a lot of our sales this year, and it was a record year for most real estate agents, and most agents would attest to this, most of their sales came from their rent roll with investors taking advantage of very high prices when rents were low. Right. So we've seen a tightening of rental supply in the market. And now with a surge of uh, demand coming with the economy and the borders reopening and inflation hitting the economy as well, as we know, we're, we're seeing early signs of a jump in rental uh, prices, but I think we're going to see a very aggressive rise in 2022. So if you're a landlord, you're probably looking to hold off the discussion about renewing the lease on your investment property. As a tenant, it would be wise to step forward and say, why don't we agree on terms here and now for the right. next 18 months? Because in 2022, once we start seeing the impact of American inflation on our market, uh, it might be a good time to say, I might add another 60 or $80 to that rental uh, price per week. I think we'll make the 20% up that a lot of markets have dropped by. Right. Uh, I think we've already made up 5%, Chris, uh-huh. and it could go further because, as you say, inflation's about to be imported into the economy, and that's a very hard force to fight off. Interesting, though, Peter Switzer said to us earlier this hour that he doesn't think the negative impact of what's happening in the United States, those you know, they're talking about 6%, et cetera, that we won't have such a damaging hit from inflation in Australia. Now, he obviously is getting that feeling from the RBA. 
They're playing it down, aren't they, the RBA? Uh, yeah, in, in contravention to a lot of the other re, uh, you know, reserve banks around the world. So Bank of England, Bank of New Zealand, Reserve Bank of New Zealand, they've raised rates as well in, right. in anticipation of this inflation. So Philip Lowe, the RBA governor, is out on his own. Yeah, right. Um, saying there'll be no rate rises uh, from his department until 2024. The market doesn't believe that. The market has priced in rate rises for next year in Australia, even in spite of what the uh, the governor of the RBA is saying. And so the impact of reopening borders, but in particular bringing students back in, bringing you know tourists back in, we're going to see uh, a rise in the rental market because of that too, aren't we? Indeed. And the additional uh, point to that, Chris, is return to office. So anyone that's taken a regional lifestyle during COVID and working uh, remotely because their employers are prepared for them and happy for them to do so is now slowly but surely coming back into Sydney. Right. So you can you can feel it most in, uh, on the traffic, right? Sydney yep. traffic's uh, full again. Yep. It's busy. Peak hours, peak hour again. That'll only uh, increase in 2022, representing the fact that people have returned to Sydney and a lot of that will play out in the rental market. I was in the gridlock uh, day before yesterday and I thought to myself, why can't we have a lockdown again? Because we want to get these cars off the road. Sydney is back to where it used to be. It was one of the few benefits of lockdown <laughs> is you could whiz around town to, yes. at a moment's notice. Yes, when we could actually get outside of our local government area. Okay, so what does it mean uh, for prices of rental properties at the moment, for those thinking of buying or selling? Uh, look, I think um, investors are going to take a look at the market. Um, getting a return on your money at any uh, element of this economy is pretty challenging. And we have seen an increase of investors returning to the market and outbidding first home buyers, if I can say that. Right. So during October, I had a couple of great apartments, one in Kirribilli, one in uh, Ramwick. I would have thought they would have sold to first home buyers given the price price point they're at, but they both went to investors, which was really interesting. Right. So you, you've got investors coming back in to look, whereas during the pandemic, they weren't? Uh, that's right. Uh, they were looking at low rents and very high prices uh-huh. and staying on the sidelines. But now as the rents are starting to increase, uh, they are interested in investment properties again. And so what the banks, the commercial banks are doing at the moment would also prevent some of those first home buyers to a certain degree bidding more than what they may have done six months ago? That's the tragedy of it. The serviceability buffer that they increased by 0.5% played out down the bottom end of the market, as I said at the start of this interview, where the market could be argued is still booming is the higher price properties. Right. So the top end is doing well and the bottom end is starting to feel a squeeze. Okay, so what should someone do who had, during this year, watched what the rental market was doing and what prices were going for and how well houses were selling, should they be selling their their investment property or thinking about it? If you're an investor and you're prepared to stay into the market, you're looking for a yield play from here. I, I think the capital growth story is very close to coming to an end right. and probably may not see any meaningful growth, in my view, uh, until 2024 and perhaps onwards, given that we've had a 15% growth in apartments in Sydney this year yeah. and a 28% growth in houses this year. Yeah. So that's why a lot of landlords have seen these high prices and said, I'm out of here, I'm taking the money. If you are buying in, you're buying in for yield, not capital growth. I'm still looking at the number of properties that are up for auction this weekend and thinking to myself, 
there's still a lot on the market being sold at the moment. Is that the way you... And it is almost December. Uh, stock levels have gone up, and um, surprisingly, uh, for, for, for the current season, stock levels are probably slightly above average. Right. Why? And that, uh, because of the COVID lockdown, the spring market was late to get started. Uh-huh. So I've never had so many people in mid-November ring me and say, let's get together and talk about selling this property. Right. At this time of year, we're normally struggling for people who want to come to market, and now the phone rings every day with someone saying, let's have a chat. That's interesting, isn't it? Things change so quickly when you've got the volatile factors of lockdowns and COVIDs and vaccinations and... The property market is really sensitive to these changes, aren't they? Very much so. Very fluid in terms of events this year. Great stuff, Peter. Thank you very much for coming in. My pleasure. Thanks, Chris. I'll let you get to all your other businesses on this Saturday. Open house with Peter O'Malley. Peter O'Malley from Harris Partners in Balmain.